Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me right now is UFC veteran Melvin Gallard. He will be fighting on July 29th at Rising 11 versus Takanori Gomi. What's going on, Melvin? Uh, not much, man. Just chilling out. Just got in from training. Uh, it's been a long day. <laughs> of course. Every day's a long day in camp, huh? Yeah, it is, man. It is. It never, it never gets old, you know. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do, man. This is my uh, – this is pretty much my first, I'm going to say, 100% uh, training camp I've had in probably like two years, you know. So I kind of just been going through the motions for the past two years, but I'm on my way. I'm on my way of being out the door, so I got to make sure I can just keep my foot in the door, you know, get myself back together, get back to winning, and start doing what I do best, knocking people out, starting with Gomi. What has changed with you? You know, the last couple of years you've been all over the world fighting in many different weight classes, taking on pretty much any challenger that will fight you and living a true lifestyle of a prize fighter. So what has changed this camp? Man, you know, <clears throat> Ryzen's a big company. Um, they remind me a lot of pride. Um, and I, I want to be able to go to Japan and get my feet set and, and be with a, a great company again. You know, when I was with the UFC, man, you know, I was riding all those highs and I was enjoying life. And when, when the UFC released me, you know, I, I feel like I lost a part of myself for a while there. You know, I couldn't find my footing in the ground, and I wasn't happy with certain companies. Um, I was happy with Bellator, um, but it was a uh, it was a mutual agreement to walk away from Bellator before before I do too much damage to myself. But even in Bellator, you know, they had me fighting guys that I shouldn't have fought. You know, like uh, the, the kid uh, Chad Nwani. You know, he was way too big for me to fight, and. Uh, you know, I, I didn't think I didn't think they would release me because of that fight, but they ended up doing it anyway. But uh, you know, I'm a natural seventy pounder. I'm a natural fifty fiver, and that's about as heavy as I should fight. I shouldn't be fighting no heavier than that. And um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess you could say I tested the waters these past two years. You know, fighting out of my weight class, fighting up way too heavy. Um, you know, just not. I wasn't enjoying life at all, man. And, you know, this, this is a chance for me to reinvent myself and, and actually do something positive, you know. So I want to take advantage of this opportunity that Ryzen has given me, and I don't want to swindle it. You know, I, I want to make sure, you know, I do all the right things to put myself in a position to be a champion. A long time ago, BJ Penn, he went up to light heavyweight and fought, and everybody's like, oh, he's such a beast. But then when you go up to middleweight and fight guys, they want to talk crazy online. What did you, how did you take Man, that backlash? You know, you know, you know, you know, like I spent the last two years with everybody bashing me, telling me I need to quit. You know, nobody paid attention to the fact that I was fighting at 185. Nobody, nobody saw that. Nobody really paid that close attention. You know, people just see me lose fights and you're like, oh, you need to, you need to give up. You, you washed up, you, you know, you're done. In the fight game, I'm a warrior, man. You're not done till you're dead. You know, and until I until God takes the last breath out of me, 
I'm going to continue to fight. Um, you know, and, and you know what? And it's going to be it's going to be a bittersweet moment to come back, fight at my normal weight that I normally fight, which is lightweight, which is welterweight, either one, and knock some guys out. And then all the critics are going to come back. All the friends I've lost over the last two years are going to want to come back. And to be honest, I don't want to deal with any any old people. You know, what I mean, like I'm gonna now I'm gonna be that arrogant piece of shit asshole fighter that's gonna tell people get the fuck out of my face when they come up to me and say, "Oh man, I just knew you were gonna be a champion. I just I believed in you, and I'm gonna tell them they can suck my dick." You know, and, and I mean I mean it. Like, I'm gonna really beat it when I say it because a lot of people turned their back on me these past two years. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Before the past two years, I've been out of the UFC about four, maybe five years now. I'm going to say people started turning their back on me when I got out of the UFC. You know, and everybody's like, oh, wow, when are you going to go back to the UFC? The UFC is just a just a, a platform. It's just an organization. There's so many other great organizations. You know, Bellator, Rising, um, what is it, One Fight Championship or whatever. There's a lot of great champ- There's a lot of great organizations out there that's not just UFC. UFC is just a household name. When you think of MMA, you think of UFC. You know, that's just what it is. I was blessed and fortunate enough to be able to fight for the UFC for 13 years. And I gave them the best 13 years of my career, you know. And I still feel like I got a lot of fight left in me. And now I want to share that with Ryzen. And I'm hoping that I can go in here. I'm going to knock Gomi out. I'm going to knock him out in Tokyo. And then after I knock him out, solidify me a long-term contract with Ryzen. And that's my goal right now. You know, right now I'm going to make short-term goals. Um, in the near future, within maybe a year, maybe two years, I plan on being the champion in Rising. Speaking of uh, Gomi, many people believe, you know, after he got cut by the UFC, he was washed up. But in his last fight, he faced a young talent, you know, a prospect, Yusuke Yachi, and he kind of proved that he still has a little bit in the gas tank left. Um he seems, he's, he's like he's pretty dangerous still. Do you agree? Gomi, yeah, Gomi's always going to be a dangerous fighter. You know what I mean? That's just like, for me, I'm always going to be a dangerous fighter. You know what I mean? Like, we're fighters, we're warriors. You know what I mean? I take nothing from Gomi. Gomi has made a name for himself throughout the years the same way I have. I think two legends being in the center ring fighting is going to be great for the people, great for the fans, and it's going to be great for both of us because one of us have to win, and it's going to be me. You know, I need this win. I need this win more than anything. And Gomi, the fight with Gomi for me will put me right back in the spotlight. It'll put me right back up there for talks of talking about fighting tougher guys. Gomi, to me, hasn't lost a step. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I'm only 35. If I'm not mistaken, Gomi may be a little bit younger. We're, we're not old. You know what I mean? We're in our prime. You know, we've just been around so long, people don't realize how young we really are. You know, I've been fighting professionally since I was 16 years old, you know, and people still don't realize I was a I was a kid amongst men fighting when I was a kid. You know, I was a baby. Now I've been, now I've been it to my own. The only thing I've done wrong these past two years is not train right. I didn't care about if I want to fight anymore. Like just last January, I almost quit, retired until I got a regular job and I saw a paycheck for one week, one week's work, and I was like, hell no, I can't do this. You know what I mean? And that was when I told myself, I'm a fighter. You know what I mean? I chose this career. This career chose me a long time ago. And now it's time to keep fighting while I have the chance and have 
but willingly to do it. You know, once once I get in my 40s and 45 and touching the close to 50, then I won't be able to fight. So I want to enjoy it for the rest of my career. And that's what I plan on doing. I plan on having fun again, starting with Gobi. I plan on going to Japan, enjoying it, soaking it in, and I plan on knocking Gobi out the first round. Where are you spending your training camp for this fight? Um, I'm training here in Aurora, Colorado still. Um, I'm still in Colorado. Um, I'm training at A1 Boxing, um, part boxing, part MMA. I'm still a part of Genesis Fight Team, but, uh, you know, I've, I've been a little selfish these past two years, like I said, and I've been selfish to some of my teammates, not helping those guys prepare, you know, like Justin Gaethje, Brandy Burks, a lot of those guys. So I stepped away from the team for a while until I can get myself back together and know that I'm back 100%. So uh, I'm spending most of my time right now at AY Boxing with, uh, with some boxing, crashing in the guys, you know, just mixing it up. Has it been a challenge for you to get down to one, 160 pounds, you know, after competing at? No, no, right, right now, right now I'm, I'm, I'm right at about 172. <clears throat> I'll pretty much hold my weight until uh, I'm going to actually start cutting on Saturday. Um, and how I cut is, I, I spend the whole week cutting. I spend pretty much a week cutting. And what I do is I cut a little bit every day, and I won't do my whole weight cut until I'm going to say, by the time I show up to Japan, I should be no more than, I'm going to say, 8 to 10 pounds over. You know, and I'll do the last 8 to 10 pounds while I'm in Japan. But right now, I pretty much just hold my standard weight. I'm on a diet. I'm eating, I'm eating right, eating clean. So, uh, and that's, that's pretty much standard for me. Eating clean, you know, keeping a strict diet, does that keep you more disciplined in other areas yes, of your training camp? It does. It, it keeps me disciplined and it keeps my energy up. And it, and it really helps with getting through those hard training sessions. You know, um, when you eat shitty food, it's hard to stay, it's hard to stay good in training and then you end up getting hurt, you end up getting tired. You know, it, it, it's like a domino effect. So eating clean, right, dieting, it's all part of the game, you know. Do you feel that you're still evolving as a fighter or do you just stick to your strong suit and add to that? I stick to my strong suit, but I'm always evolving. I'm always learning new things. I mean, the game, the game changes. Every five to two years, the game is totally different. So you have to keep up with, with the real estate. You know what I mean? There's a lot of young, hungry fighters out there. There's a lot of people making a name for themselves. So, you know, you got you to gotta stay... You gotta stay in tune with everything. You gotta always be, be re-innovating yourself, re, re, uh, re, I'm gonna say, you gotta reinvent yourself. And right now I'm in that process of reinventing myself. When you were younger, you were the one that was chasing the big names. Now you have become that name. <laughs> yeah, right. How does it feel to be in that position where you are the guy that everybody wants to be? That, that's, that's what you work your, you work your whole life to be a legend, you know, and, me, I always pride myself on, you know, it's like Mr. Muhammad Ali, you know, he's dead and gone, but he's always going to be forgotten. He's always going to be remembered. He'll never be forgotten. I want to be one of those fighters where I leave my, I leave a bitch. You know, it's the same way I speak of Kevin Randleman. Mean, he was my idol. You know, without Kevin Randleman, I probably never want to start a fight. You know, and I, I lived my whole career trying to mimic him at one point. Uh, another one of my big followers that, that I follow a lot is, um, is Vito Belfort. You know, I took the ground and pound of wrestling from Kevin Randleman, and then I took the stand-up from Vito Belfort, and I kind of just made it my own. Um, another person that I highly regard, I look up to, is uh, is uh, Anderson Silver. 
uh, the spider. You know, those guys to me are, are, are the people who paved the way. You know, Randy Couture, I, the list goes on, but I look at all the legends, man, and to be named a legend, you know, to be spoken of as a legend, you know, it feels great, but there's still a lot of work for me to do. You know, I still have a lot of things I need to accomplish before I can sit at that round table with all those legends. Nowadays, do you feel, you know, in your position that belts don't matter anymore? It's, like you said, legendary status? I mean, belts, belts matter. You know, they have, they have their purpose. But the belt is not the main concern. You know, the main concern is winning good fights because shit, some, some of my best fights weren't even for titles. You know, some of the best fights, you know, like fighting Nate, fighting Cowboy Cerrone, none of those fights were for belts. You know, fighting Jim Miller. Um, you know, I fought a lot of great fighters and I'm still going to fight. Like, like I'm fighting Gomi. Gomi's a freaking legend. Like, like I admire Gomi. Like, he's one of my favorite fighters to watch. To be able to watch, to be able to fight him is freaking awesome. You know, like, I, I dream of fights like this. I dream of like, like super fights, you know, fighting guys. Maybe it's not for a title now, but somewhere down the line, it might come back around. Me and Gomi, we might have a trilogy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to be put in a position where I can fight a legend three or four times, you know what I mean? And, you know, and the fans, and every, every time we fight, the fans are going to be like, oh, shit. You know, they're going to be standing out of their seat. Um, you know, you, you dream of fights like that, you know, and I'm one of those kind of fighters. So I'm just happy that I'm focused again. I'm training 100%. I'm giving MMA back 100% of my, my dedication, you know, and, you know, I, I, left, I left all the drugging and the partying alone. I, you know, I walked away from it because I feel like that had a part what what tear my whole career apart from you know what I mean? So to be focused, you know, and I'm only like I said, I'm only thirty five. I feel like I have a I have a second chance at life again. I'm gonna take advantage of it. What separates you from Gomi that will likely win you this fight? My speed, my power, um just 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 me, you know what I mean? I'm fucking Melvin Galore, bro. Like I've been an assassin, bro. When I step in there against Gomi, he's gonna know he's got a fight. And I'm gonna knock him out. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put him through the ropes. I'm gonna knock him out because, like I said, me fighting in Japan was one. It was it's a dream come true. Um, I never imagined being able to fight in Japan because I was in the UFC. And now that I have a chance to fight in Japan and honor Kevin Randleman, you know, this fight's gonna be dedicated to Randleman. And to honor him, I'm going out with a bang, bro. Like I'm leaving all in the ring, you know. And I'm going there to win. I'm not even thinking of taking a loss. I'm going there to not go and be out and, and, and solidify me a long-term contract with Rising. You know, I want to be a part of Rising for a long time to come. The same way I was for 13 years with the UFC, I would love to be a part of Rising for the next 13 or 15 years left of my career. July 29th, Rising 11. Melvin Gallar will face Takanori Gomi. It's going to be a banger. It's going to be... It's going to be crazy, man. Like, it's going to be fireworks, baby. It's going to be fireworks, and I'm excited. All right, man. Thank you for your time, and uh, good luck on your fight, man. Thank you, man. I'll see you guys. See you in Tokyo.